0: Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show.
1: We belong to a mutual arrangement society. I think. He-
0: Car Guy Radio Show.
1: I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the
0: bud. Negotiation Bible Style. Bible Style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiation Bible Style.
2: We belong to a mutual admiration society I think he's absolutely top I think he's king of all the
1: cops I like his voice so deep and rich he even snores in perfect pitch. the only fighting that we do is just who likes who more than who and it appears we've we'll we'll been all like this for years, years we
0: A mutual admiration society. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. That may make no sense to you at this point, but I bet by the end of this show, it's going to mean a lot. I'm praying it will mean a lot. uh, To kind of explain the concept, years ago, back in the day when I was a new car sales manager, you know, part of my responsibility was to put on a sales meeting every single day. So if you're in that role as a new car sales manager, you're hunting material all the time. And GMC Truck put out these video discs. This is way back in the day, uh, Bill. (laughs) They, They had video discs and they came up on the TV and they had this idea of a sales meeting called the Mutual Admiration Society. And it simply worked like this, that you would take all the salespeople in the house and have them put their name on a piece of paper, put it in a hat, and you would have everybody draw a name out of the hat. Of course, they couldn't draw their own name. And then once it was your turn... To pull the name, the person that was on your sheet of paper, you were to tell the rest of the group why you felt they would sell a car that day and why you thought they were an outstanding car salesman. And that's the idea of the mutual admiration. And so if you can imagine in the sales meeting, all these people were hearing another person that they thought highly of as a salesman tell them what a great, you know, Salesmen they were and it did amazing things for their attitude but it even did more amazing things for the teamwork of the whole group and I could see the fruit of this whole idea of the admiration society every time I used it and I would use it r- really once a month in every dealership I ever worked in well I, I taught Sunday school this is about 20 maybe even 23 or 4 years ago I taught high school kids and we got them when they were juniors and we had them as juniors and seniors And I felt God urging me to use this concept of the Mutual Admiration Society on these high school students. And feel free to use this too, by the way. It was awesome. But you know, it's one thing to get a salesman to talk about somebody in an open group. It's another thing to get a teen to do such a thing. So I prayed a lot about that. And God gave me the idea, (laughs) which my kids thought was hilarious, of putting a sign on everybody's back and then handing everybody a magic marker and rather than... Tell people what you thought about them. Write it down on their back. Well, they wouldn't even know what you wrote because, you know, all these things were written. Well, when I went to put this together that morning, all I could find was very bright red, Bill. <laughs> very bright red yarn. And so these things on the kitchen table looked kind of funny. And my kids were like, there is no way in the world you're going to get teenagers to put those things on. I said, well, we're just going to have to go with it because I think this is what we've got to do. So... I go into the class that morning, I give out the instructions. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to put on this sign on your back. Everybody has a marker. And during the class today, I want you to go over to everybody in the class and write on their back how you think they reflect Jesus. And we'll see what happens. Well, these kids jumped up in joy, and for the next 45 minutes, the writing did not stop. I mean, you've never seen anything like, and these people wrote virtual books on their backs I mean, of, of things that they admired in these other people. And then, of course, when they turned over the page, the tears and all, and I could see that it was a spiritual class, and I could see that it did a lot for all the, all the students, which, by the way, I could not recommend this exercise more highly. But the Holy Spirit really had something for me in this, because five years later, we had a reunion Christmas party with all the kids from this class. And by this time, they graduated from college. And, you know, these were young, budding disciples, wonderful, wonderful group of people. Uh, And, of course, we had a lot of teachers there. But somebody said, well, of all the, you know, classes we taught over two years, what was your favorite? And immediately somebody said, oh, Mutual Admiration Society. And some girl goes, oh, yeah, I still have my paper. And then another one said, oh, yeah, I have my paper. And lo and behold... Several of the students still had their paper. And as I pondered this, and I have pondered it over the years, how much we desperately need to hear the truth about ourselves, because the enemy is screaming in our ear about what all is bad that's going on, but nobody is telling you the truth. And when you hear it from somebody you trust, it, it's, it's unbelievably valuable. Now. You may be going, Robbie, where is all this going? I have a very specific place where it's going. This week, there was a horrible tragedy. And a lot of people are probably saying, where is God in Houston? Okay? But those of us with eyes to see have seen something amazing going on all over. You saw it on TV. Maybe you saw it somebody in your neighborhood or whatever. We have somebody on the show with us today. Andy Bowersock's a good friend of the ministry. We also have Bill Mixon with us here who's out there collecting today. And we're going to get all into that. But I want you to think about this is your chance to join the Mutual Admir- Admiration Society for what you've seen God do in Houston or about Houston. Maybe it's in your own neighborhood you saw people collecting this week. The number to call in and share what you saw that touched your heart, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Again, Andy, you're, you've been out there this, this morning, You we've got collection all over Winston-Salem at Dario's, you know, Help Us Help Texas. What's going on?
2: Well, first of all, I had no idea you were going to talk about the Mutual Admiration Society. But So thank you for having me on again, Ravi, but I love, love, love that idea, too. And you know, for those of your listeners the listeners that know about our ministry, we're all about providing encouragement. A lot, of, a lot of that, a refreshment, uh, affirmation, and, and rejuvenation in the lives of our caregivers, our pastors, and other ministry leaders. We're going to get to the Texas thing in a minute, but I just want to affirm that again, that you know, in our ministry, we spend a lot of effort providing that encouragement, affirmation, and, and support. And we, we have learned that experts tell you it takes seven compliments to overcome the effects of one criticism. And so if you think about that – especially in, the, in, in church life and evangelical culture, how many of us are so quick to criticize our pastors and our leadership without following back up or, or at least come back around and say, you know what, maybe I spoke too soon, maybe that was out of line, maybe this person does have some of those great attributes and the, the paper on their back. So I was making some notes while you were talking about that. We are totally <laughs> going to totally do that. We might get a whole church to run around and write words of affirmation and encouragement because it's so, so important. So I love it. Now, I forget what you actually asked uh, me because well, i was so you, stuck on that you've been at dario this morning
0: yes dario that's that, right because god it, 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 to know andy is to know that whatever's going on he has his ministry <laughs> but the holy spirit grabs hold of him and says oh we the, here's this these people are in need let's go and, and he and he gets involved and that something's going on you, for you know Easter us you
2: know us all too well right there so so like here's here's a quick story you talked about the 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 big problem that's down there. I don't. I don't know if I use the word tragedy. Or I don't know if that's the right word. It might be. I'm not. I'm not up on the on the right culture for that stuff. But it's a big problem, and it was a natural disaster. And you're right. I, I believe that God's got reasons behind it. I believe He's sovereign. He's in control of all this. But what had happened for us? Our ministry supports pastors and and caregivers, spiritual leadership. And so maybe maybe a lot of you saw the Facebook video of the pastor that was out in this little boat rescuing people. Oh, that's cool. And it just it just hit me that here's a guy that. Already, you know, I don't know the size of his congregation. I'm just going to guess it's probably an average to maybe even smaller-sized church and has all kinds of people that have physical needs, they have emotional, spiritual needs, they have financial needs, and he's out trying to do what he can do. But there's only so much you can do that any one person can do, right? And so I just felt a little, I call it a God-nudge to say, hey, there's other pastors like that down there that need your encouragement, that need your support. And so I thought, well, you know what? We can go. We've got this great Pray For Your Pastor bus that we take all over. You've seen it. You've seen us around the country with it. We can just load some people up into that thing and go down and help these guys. But in the meantime, what are some physical needs that they need also? So we started making a bunch of phone calls, been on the phone probably more this week than we ever have, which is saying a lot. But uh, found found that there's still a great need for some for, for some water for baby supplies, for diapers, for baby wipes, for formula, but then also a lot of a lot of requests for cleaning supplies, a lot of bleach, a lot of things to help to help rebuild. So the purpose of our trip, we're, we're collecting, like you said, at all the darios. We'd love to know I love your yeah. idea of, of calling in on on, um, on other great things that are that God's doing behind the scenes, right? But then the other part of our trip, we're, we're leaving Monday to head down and also to connect with some churches that we can spend over the next couple of months restoring and helping and re- remodel and reju- and, uh, and renovate as well.
0: All right. Well, during the break is a great time to call in 866-348-7884. Mutual Admiration Society, what did you see this week? You Love went, it. oh, God, Love man, you are awesome. God, I can't believe you did that. That's so cool. You call us. Yeah.
1: Belong to a mutual admiration society. I think he's absolutely top.
2: I think he's king of all the cops. I like his voice so deep and rich. He even snores in perfect bitch. The only fighting that we do is just who likes who more than who when it
1: appears. We are with- like this for years. We belong
0: to a We mutual belong to a mutual admiration society today on the Christian Carguy show and we would love to hear your story of what did you admire out there this week as you watched people react to what was going on in Houston or maybe it was somebody there right there on the scene or maybe it was somebody in your community that is reaching out and collecting or meeting needs, whatever that looks like. We would love to hear that story of God at work, it's powerful stuff. is the number to call in and share. We would love to hear your story. Of course, here in Winston-Salem, we want to say again that today, from now until 7 o'clock tonight, at all Dario locations, that's a wonderful restaurant if you hadn't eaten there. They're all over the triad. Just hit Dario's in your phone and you'll find plenty of them. But they are collecting between now and 7 o'clock these items, bottled water, cleaning supplies, Hygiene products, baby wipes, baby formula, and baby diapers. They don't have room for anything else. As Andy just explained, he's got one big gigantic thing going. And uh, Andy, this is this is cool. And you were down there just a little while ago uh, with this happening
2: uh, at the Dario. Right. Yes, yes. We, uh, you know, it's crazy. Crisis and chaos. They all kind of go together, but like you said robbie it's, it's it's great to see the spirit of people coming together to help out in fact I, I got a call this morning from a guy that i don't believe he's a christian i believe he just is is, is looking for a place to serve and the thought the thought even hit me you know actually let me back out i'm ahead of myself because you're talking about seeing god in different situations okay and you got all you got a big problem but then you got god's grace and god bringing people together to help and and to unite and so I got a call from this guy. I don't know him. I don't even know how he actually found out about us doing it. But he wanted to volunteer to help out. And I said, "That's great." And, and then I asked him. I said, "Are you affiliated with a church? Do you have a church home here?" No, not really. I just want to help out. And the thought just hit me like, How do I know that God didn't have us set some of these trailers up just to reach one guy right here? Right? Like, I don't know if that's the case. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what all the stuff that God has planned. But I even just think like, if you're listening right now, I think we should all pray for this guy. His name's Jay. And, uh, and so throughout your morning, just pray for Jay, because we're going to meet Jay later on. He's coming to volunteer for a two-hour shift at one of these Dario's. And who knows what will happen out of that situation. But all, all that to say, it's been, it's been great to see people come together. We, we staged five trailers at all five Dario triad locations here, and uh, we've got volunteers working those. And then, and then uh, tomorrow afternoon, we're going to load up into a big semi-trailer and head out on Monday. And the reason we're specifically looking for those items is because there's a lot of overrun of clothes, there's a lot of overrun of some other things. Those are the things that our partners down there said they actually still need, and so we wanna help supply that while we go to look for a longer term relationship to help rebuild as well. And we know that there are people in
0: Seattle right now. I got lots of people listening in Seattle. You know there's a location there where they're collecting stuff. Other people in Seattle need to know that. And guess what you can do? You can call into the Christian Car Guy Show. We are live right this minute. We got lines open we would love to hear where are you collecting in Seattle where are you collecting in Raleigh where are you collecting in Richmond where are you collecting in New York we have stations that are just bless our socks off by broadcasting this why not get the word out to everybody where they can take part in what God's doing in Houston eight the number to call in eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth and you know we have our Very own Christian insurance guy, Bill Mixon, with us here today. And when you think hurricane, I know you're thinking insurance, (laughs) or I'm sure a lot of people in Houston are thinking insurance right now. But this touched something in your heart, uh, Bill, that you wanted to share.
3: Well, I do a lot with the jail and prison ministry. And one of the things that I've been sharing for years is I ask the guys, have you had anybody that's mad at you and you don't know why? And all the hands go up. And I ask them, well, how many of you know somebody that was mad? And comes to, they think you said something about them last week and you don't even remember mentioning them. And all the hands go up. I said, We're trapped. If we only love ourselves that much, if we only respect ourselves that much, it's very difficult for us to believe that anybody else respects or loves us more than. So we've got this voice that's going on in our head and we're saying things we would just be scared to let anybody else hear or know about. And when some people hear their name or imagine they hear their name, they're sure that other person's saying the same awful things that they say about themselves. And I tell them, a voice in your head that makes you feel bad is not god's voice that's not the holy spirit that's a tape recorder that comes from when you were a child and you heard awful things said to you or awful things said to people that you love and respect you're worthless you'll never amount to anything i don't understand you i don't and we've got to fight that voice that paul tells us you can't get fresh water or salt water out of the same well we got to flush that commode we got to get fresh water in there that God wants us to think good thoughts about ourselves. And when you put that sign on your back and you get other people to write wonderful things and to share with you what their vision is, it opens your mind up for a few minutes to be able to see value and worth in yourself. And if you capture that moment, you can start growing in the way that God wants you to. I think that we were called to, to forgive others Not because they need our forgiveness. They don't know that you're mad at them. But you learn how to forgive yourself through learning how to forgive others. And you've got to forgive others to be able to love them. And to be able to learn to love yourself more, you've got to do it by learning how to forgive and love other people more. Because you can't love God any more than you love yourself and you love others. And God wants to be loved far more than where most people start that process.
0: Isn't that cool. And,
3: and, and again,
0: here's a wonderful opportunity for you to begin, you know, God has this glory that is reflected off of everybody that you know, and He gave everybody I have a friend that calls them their special sauce. And so if you, if you got to know Andy for very long, you would see this special sauce.: He's
3: saucy, huh?:
0: Yeah, he's got a way of <laughs> connecting and intersecting other people, you know. I don't know a single person i really don't who could get dario and radio stations and whatever and mobilize something the way he did it or if god puts it on his heart to start a prayer thing he starts a prayer thing but that's that's his glory and when you see that's reflecting off of him i don't know how many people say man andy that is unbelievably cool but everybody everybody has got some way that they reflect God. It's their special sauce. And this is your chance to call in and share. we got Angela in Burlington. She's got something for us in a minute. We need your story. 866-348-7884. It's a mutual admiration society.
1: and me we belong to a mutual society I think he's handsome and he's smart he thinks that I'm a work of art I say
0: that he's the greatest man and likewise he's my biggest fan it's and a mutual admiration society today on the Christian Car Guy show what have you seen happening as a result of Hurricane Harvey that you just went wow god you are so amazing in the midst of all that's going on, or, or maybe you want to take this technique to your Sunday school class or whatever, we got lines open. We would love to hear from you, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We have Angela is in Burlington, North Carolina. Angela, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Um,
1: one thing that had just grabbed my heart, I saw on the news, there was a lady in Houston, somehow she was able to keep her pizza restaurant open. But instead of being behind the counter trying to sell the pizza, she's out, well, making pizza deliveries on a kayak. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, she you, is, I generally she... think of a kayak as a one-person craft without a whole lot of room for cargo. But on the news, they showed uh, pictures of her with uh, pizza stacked up on her kayak, and she was she was giving them away. And uh, I think that's such a precious,
0: yeah, wow.
1: godly example.
0: Well, you, that makes my uh, day, they, Angela, that you saw that. That is so They didn't
1: awesome. give her name. But God knows who she is, and she is going to receive blessing from him for what she's doing.
0: I agree with you. That's exactly what I was looking for this morning, Angela. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm so grateful well, for that.
1: You know, all this turmoil over inanimate statues, you know, things like this precious lady just make all that seem just so... Meniscus. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I agree with you. How
1: to describe it, Robbie?
0: But it just makes it seem so. Right.
1: I, I know, Immaterial or
0: right, or insignificant. So yeah. Something. God bless you. Thank you for calling in, Angela. We need more stories <laughs> you, like Robbie. that. Thank you. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four is the number to call in. Eight six six three four truth. We're talking about. A mutual admiration society where have you seen people jumping in and it doesn't necessarily have to be houston maybe you saw somebody in your community is getting things together for houston or maybe who knows what you saw if you got it and you think god was at work in it we want to hear it eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four and since you know this is the christian car guy show i did want to mention at the end of the show we have A fascinating thing I've been looking at and how a crankshaft relates to the Ten Commandments. I have sort of a (laughs) – You have a wonderful mind. I have a a V10 engine that I have come up with that connects the five tablets, uh, five commandments on one tablet and five commandments on the other tablet. And then the anointing of the Holy Spirit, those five first ones, how that makes the crankshaft go round and round and those things work together. The first commandment and the fifth commandment, the sixth commandment and the seven, and the I mean the, the second commandment and the sixth commandment. It's we're gonna go through that at the end of the show, so you so don't want to makes
3: be... you wonder what time of night he came up with it. Oh, it was fun.
0: It was fun. I think you're gonna have fun with me when we uh-huh. do that. But we need your stories. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. And again, we got this stuff right now. If you're in the Winston Salem area,
2: we are at Dario's right Andy and all there is even the Mooresville location actually so we've got six opportunities to come by um, there'll be a trailer out there we'll have some volunteers to help you get your stuff loaded but water can do we'll, well we'll take canned goods that's not one of the things that was on our list but somebody had actually asked about that earlier so we'll find a spot for it uh, but a lot of baby supplies diapers and and baby wipes baby formula and um and, and that's some something process. really cool, which by the way, everybody listening to my voice can do this yes, about
0: just so, now. Uh, an encouraging word for pastors because you you can just f- go on Google, find a church in Houston, and send the pastor an encouraging word right
2: yeah i, I well I'm stuck on your mutual admiration society here since I walked in this far I've, I've been stuck on that, and I think Bill likes that idea too like yes. we' we're all we might all have to make use of that in our own in our own teams here, but but I was just thinking, and if you're out there right now and maybe you can't get to Houston, maybe you can't get to Winston-Salem or maybe to one of these other drop-off points, which I'm, I'm with you, Robin. I'd like to hear where they're all at all, all over the U.S. But what about if you just took a minute right now and even and either sent you know, a note of encouragement down or even send it to us, send it to EnergizeMinistries.com, uh, send it to, on Facebook, but I would love to see some notes of encouragement come in for local pastors and other, and other ministry leaders down there that we could just transfer when we get down that way. Say, hey, guys, there's other people praying for you. Go ahead, Bill. You well, have.
3: when they drop off their, their donations, they could include Great with idea. It, Great uh, idea. a letter. Yeah, yeah, I, I, what what we, a
2: handwritten note. The Would Mutual Admiration Society. What if the whole U.S. today becomes the Mutual Admiration Society and we all just continue to band together? Like There are people down there that are giving and giving. Someone just sent me a Facebook video of a, of a grill moving in to help give food other than just the, the dehydrated food which is often often distributed. So there's so many ways to give, but if you can't get there, everybody can give a word of encouragement. So I'd love to see Either send a Christian Car Guy, send it to us, Energize Ministries, either on Facebook or online, and we will, we will take these notes and pass the word out because encouragement can drive the spirit of overcoming, drive drive the spirit of perseverance way further than people realize it can. And uh, you know, I often think about the, that old story about the kid that was carrying his books, right? You know this story. He's headed home from school carrying all these books, and the books fall, and and several people walk by, and one but one person helps this kid pick up his books. And the and the next weekend, he's or the end of the weekend, he's coming back to school, and he's carrying that same stack of books, and the same kid comes over, and he says, "Why why are you carrying all those books?" You know, and he said, "Well, I was actually leaving leaving." the school because I was going to end my life this weekend and I didn't want my mom to have to clean out my locker. But it's because of that one friend, that one word of encouragement that he helped that kid pick up those books and befriend him that the kid had enough motivation to make it through the weekend. That story's been told for years and years and years, but I see the same thing in people that are giving constantly pouring back out. If we could come along and give them an ounce of appreciation, an ounce of encouragement and support it makes an eternal difference and the ripple effect from that is far more way far more reaching than we realize so send your notes of encouragement to energizedministries.com to (laughs) facebook to christian car guy robbie you know the other places but let's get them down there let's encourage these people because they need them to
0: me we will get them to andy andy's going down there and wow you just don't know you know how and and when i when those kids had if, if you heard my story at the beginning of the show if you didn't i'm sorry but I had the kids write on each other's back the thing that they liked about them. And five years later, in the Sunday school class, these kids still had these notes. It, it shows how much you cherish a word of truth that, that helps come through the clutter of how people really see you, especially people that you respect and love. And if they know that's coming from a fellow Christian, it means just a ton. And, and we would love, love, love to pass
2: those notes, those prayers along, you know, that's it goes way further than you realize. I mean, it's it's impossible to overemphasize how important continual affirmation and encouragement is for people that are constantly pouring back out. Nobody 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 can keep emptying out their pitcher without it being refilled, and it makes a difference. So, call us. Give uh, us those words. Send them in online. However, absolutely. But
0: since we're on this subject, we have our insurance guy here. We got to know. You know what 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 word would you have for people that are. I guess, what's this next one coming, Isabel or
3: something? Um, what insurance-wise, what, what do people need to know? Well, there's a point right before the storm hits where you can't make any changes to your insurance or buy any insurance. So if you're fairly certain there's something coming and you're worried about it, the time to do things is ahead of time. Um, comprehensive on vehicles covers flood a lot of people don't realize that so if you've got a car and you've got a high comprehensive deductible it's not a bad time to call up and say you know do i have time to drop that deductible down now i'd tell you you got some responsibilities to park those vehicles in a higher area and get it out of the storm's path but there is a lot of coverage for vehicles for um hurricane damage the houses and your personal property, generally flood is excluded. Now, windstorm in a lot of places is not excluded. In North Carolina and a lot of coastal states, there's a totally different mechanism for wind and hail and for uh, flood that you've got to get through. um, In North Carolina, the North Carolina Joint Underwriters program, and the National Flood Program. It's really great to have a personal insurance agent you can sit down in front of that handles all your insurance, because if you've got a little bit of insurance with somebody over an 800 number, and a little bit of insurance with this person, and a little bit, then those holes, those are all your fault. All
0: right, we got one more segment for you to call in with your admiration. 866 348 7884. We're going to talk about how to get cranked with the Ten Commandments. So much more. Christian Carguy's show coming up. Call us. 866
1: 348 7884. To everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn. And a time to every purpose Under heaven To turn, turn Will be our delight Till by turning, turning We come round
0: right
1: Till turning, turning We
0: come round Yes, right. turning, turning Crankshafts do it Because they have pistons driving them As you may know it, but One of the cool things is the force of God helps us turn towards him in an act of repentance. And when we turn towards him, it's a really fun thing because, (laughs) you know, I always thought repentance uh, repentance was kind of a difficult word. But I learned one time as I thought about, and somebody was teaching me about the prodigal son, that when he turned from eating those pig pods, (laughs) <laughs> Back to his dad to have lamb dinner as he was coming down that road. This was not an unhappy experience. This was like, oh, man, I can hardly wait to get to dad's table. That's a picture of the forces that are at work in God's repentance because, as Bill just described so well, God doesn't throw condemnation down there in order to get you to turn towards him. He, he puts godly grief to you. And that godly grief, if you look at a precious verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10, it says godly grief leads to repentance with no regrets, but the grief of the world leads to death, which begs the question, what's that grief of the world? Well, the grief of the world is it's Andy's fault. It's Bill's fault. It's, it's the hurricane's fault. It's the snake's fault. It's whoever's fault. That's the grief of the world. That leads to death, but godly grief puts pressure to turn the crankshaft and that, I love that song, turn, turn until you come round right. When you get to where you're running towards God on the way to lamb dinner, then you're on your way to heaven and that's that's a picture. So I began to study the Ten Commandments in light of all this that I just described to you and, and to see if I could find a relationship between the commandments and how they got you to turn in repentance. And I've, I needed a way to connect those, in other words, I need connecting rods, I need a crankshaft. And I found that it worked really well with the five anointings of the Holy Spirit. And if you want all this information, you can find it at ChristianCarGuy.com. I I wrote the whole thing out in great detail. But in Isaiah 11, you'll find the seven anointings of the Holy Spirit. So if you just take those first five, and I'll explain why I'm not going into seven in a minute. But just take those first five, and let's line them up for a second. So what's the first commandment? The Lord, right? You're supposed to be number one God. No other gods before me. What's the fifth commandment? Do not murder. I mean, excuse me. Yeah. Right? Honor your father and mother is right. The sixth commandment. It's the first and the sixth that have to line up. You're right. Honor your father and mother is the fifth. So how do, what does murder have to do with making God the only God? Well, somehow or another, wisdom comes in there because that's the first anointing of the Holy Spirit. And wisdom is, right, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Well, if you fear the Lord, what's the chances of you murdering anybody? <laughs> I mean, really, if you think about it, that – but then again it it shares with you here's wisdom and here's murder and if you have wisdom what's going to happen you're going to turn to god it's going to be a godly pressure that turns you. second commandment no idols right the sixth commandment as we go through that is no adultery well idols and adultery have always been connected throughout the bible when you see somebody unfaithful you can see that in fact paul in ephesians talked about it's a mystery christ in the church So what does that have to do with understanding? Well, in Proverbs, the same Proverbs, 9, verse 10, Proverbs 9, 10 says, right, the beginning of wisdom, is fear of the Lord, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Well, if you really know this Jesus that's coming after you, like in the Song of Solomon, you're not going to commit adultery. I mean, if you really have that understanding, you're not going to go there. And so those forces of getting to know him are going to push you back towards repentance. How cool is that? So then moving on, we get to the and by the way, again, all this is at ChristianCarguy.com with all kinds of scripture, everything you want to know. Third commandment is no God's don't use God's name in vain. Versus the seventh command, which which is do not steal and what connects them, that anointing of the Holy Spirit is counsel. So if, if you ever think that if you use God's name in vain in any way, shape, or form, like if I make my ministry about making Robbie great, I'm stealing God's name. That's where the the, the connection is. You're stealing God's glory, Robbie, and that's using his name in vain. And counsel, if you look at that from a Hebrew perspective, has to do with purpose. What is your purpose? Well, your purpose is to glorify God, I can just say. And so if that's your purpose, the last thing in the world you're going to do is use his name in vain, nor are you going to steal or steal from somebody else's glory. You see, what we've been talking about with this mutual admiration society is the opposite of steal. It's pouring into somebody's glory which is turning, again, back toward God. Get to the fourth commandment, right? The fourth is remember the Sabbath, which this is really a treasure for me. And the ninth commandment is do not bear false witness, no false testimony. And it's connected to the concept of the Holy Spirit of might. Well, I don't know if you're like me, but I am really confused by the Sabbath. Like, am I supposed to work? Am I not supposed to work? Am I supposed, you know? Can I mow the lawn? Am I really going to be in trouble if I do this? You know, I, I, at a heart level, I struggle with all that. How does that work out exactly? And what in the world would that have to do with the false testimony? Well, if you were a talk show host like me, and you would see any time that somebody comes on the show and they begin to give a good testimony, not a bad testimony, but they give a testimony of how God came through in their life, like we heard about the lady delivering pizzas, think of the might, think of the power that's there in that testimony. It's phenomenal how much power is there, right? Now, think about this. What kind of testimony, what kind of might do you have if you work for the next 20 days without stopping? In other words, the Sabbath was meant for you. will run out of might. You'll run out of energy. You'll burn out. God knew that you needed some rest, and your testimony is going to be flawed if you continue to work past what the time is you're supposed to work. But now, think about this. You take whatever you consider to be your Sabbath, and you give that to God. You just pour into the being worship him and, and whatever. What kind of might, what kind of testimony do you have come on Monday morning? I mean, it's, 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 it's phenomenal. See the pressures of the turning? You're turning right back, which gets you to the last commandment, which is the fifth one, which is honor your father and mother. And how does that connect with do not covet? Well, let's get, and, and oh, by the way, the connector is knowledge. And this is so cool, because if you think about the, the prodigal son, right? He had a knowledge that his dad was going to meet his need. He had no need anymore to covet his inheritance because he knew his dad's heart was good. He honored his father by coming home, you see? I mean, if we really trust God, we don't put the blame on anybody else. Because we know God's going to meet our need even if we're in a hurricane, even wherever in the world we are, I mean, that pressure is going to get you to turn back to God rather than to coveting. You see? You see the difference? And if I turn to God rather than I need this need met in some other way, then wow. And oh, by the way, it's a circular argument. You're back to knowledge. Well, remember what we said in Proverbs 9? It says, <laughs> and understanding is knowledge of the Holy One. And so we're going in circles to some extent. Because now, listen, these are the last two anointings of the Holy Spirit. Six is the fear of the Lord, and the seventh is a delight in the fear of the Lord. Go study Isaiah 11. It's a beautiful picture. You see the circular argument? If you delight in the fear of the Lord, you're resting right there. If I know that God's got this no matter what, I mean, there's an absolute delight there. Well, the fear of the Lord leads to a delight in the fear of the Lord. It just the more you do it, the more you delight in it. And the more you use these, you will have literally a V10, if you spend some time on this, you will have a V10 engine just ripping it for the
2: Lord. What do you think, Andy? Powerhouse. <laughs> you have a V10 powerhouse. That's what I'm thinking about right the there. The
0: Dario locations across the triad. It's a Dario restaurants. What are they collecting, Andy?
2: Water, cleaning supplies, emphasis on bleach on those cleaning supplies, Baby wipes, baby formula, and baby diapers. Bring it out. We'll be there till 7 p.m. tonight, every triadary location. Love to see you. And send your notes of encouragement into us also. Oh, please, those notes of encouragement. And
0: and by the way, you encourage us
2: just by listening, don't they, Bill? Yes, sir. We
0: love every one of you and we pray for you regularly. Thank you, Bill. And thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy. Remember slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in thirty-three years.